What's up, everybody? You are listening to the Think Big Podcast. I'm your host, Ayelet Polonsky, also known as your manifestation mentor. This podcast is designed to help you create a manifestation mindset by learning how to think big. You'll learn how to use your thoughts to co-create your reality. Let's get into today's episode. In Rabbi Nachman's Likutei Sichot, he shares that if you focus on something with all of your intention, you can actually change the outcome of your life's experiences. Meaning, yes, you can use your mind to manifest your soulmate, to manifest your next home, a job. Heck, you can even manifest a dress or a book or a piece of jewelry you've been desiring. It is first crucial that you understand the truth that your thoughts have consequences so great that they create your reality. You absolutely do not have to settle for your present reality. You can go ahead and create a new one. That should already feel liberating. Every single one of us has the ability to tap into this magic because for each of us, our thoughts have power. They have the ability to shift things. So the reason you might be seeing problems arise in your day-to-day life is because humans have the tendency to obsess about problems rather than focus our attention on what we want. I'll say that again because this is so important. We tend to spend much of our thinking energy obsessing over our problems rather than focusing on what it is we want. Now, if you really believed that this principle were true, that you could use your thoughts to create your reality, Would you ever dare miss a moment of intentionally creating your desired future? All I ask is that you be open to a new interpretation of what is possible for you. Be open to a new way of perceiving the cause and effect relationship between your thoughts and the outcomes of your life. So now that you're hopefully a little bit more open to what I'm about to say, I want to put out a bold statement that I'm also asking you to be open to. Be open to hearing it before you completely reject it. The statement is this. Everything is made up of energy. Energy is the very fabric of all things material. And energy responds to your thoughts. I'm going to go a little quantum physics-y on you for a moment, but don't worry, I won't make it too heavy. We know that every physical object in our world is made up of matter. And at the very core of all matter are subatomic particles. These subatomic particles are, in essence, just Atoms floating in space. These particles are made up of energy. What quantum physicists discovered was that 
When a person observes or measures the tiny particles of energy that make up atoms, the observer, him or herself, can actually affect the behavior of the energy and matter. In other words, at a subatomic level, energy responds to your mindful attention and it becomes matter. For more depth on this topic, pick up a copy of Dr. Joe Dispenza's book, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, where he merges science with this ability to manifest in a simple to understand way. What Dispenza writes is that if you can imagine a future event in your life based on any one of your personal desires, that desired reality already exists as a possibility in the quantum field. It's just waiting to be observed by you. So if your mind can influence the appearance of an electron, then theoretically, it can influence the appearance of any potential possibility. Like clay, the energy of infinite possibilities is shaped by consciousness, is shaped by your mind. So your job is to sharpen your skills of observation in order to intentionally affect your destiny. Now, this is important because whatever you focus your attention on is what will inevitably grow. One of the most famous teachings of Rabbi Nachman of Breslov, the grandson of the Baal Shem Tov, is probably his most powerful lesson regarding judging others favorably. He declares that we should realize that the way in which we look at others actually empowers us and can change their reality as well as our own reality. He writes, know that you must judge all people favorably. This applies even to the worst of people. You must search and search until you find some little bit of good in them. In that good place inside them, they are not bad. If you can just find this little bit of good and judge them favorably using your thoughts, you really can elevate them, and swing the scales of judgment in their favor. In this way, you can bring them back to God because by finding some little bit of good in them and judging them favorably, you genuinely raise them from a place of guilt to a place of merit. Rabbi Nachman says to understand this piece of Torah well, you can actually change someone's outcome in their life by focusing on the good in them. This is how much power your thoughts have on changing reality. The way in which we look at others can be a self-fulfilling prophecy. A positive outlook on another can actually raise that individual's level and change their reality to empower him or her to be the good person that we end up seeing in them. I apply this spiritual science to my own marriage. When I first got married, if there was something I wanted to change in my husband, I used to get on his case about it. 
Now, instead, I actually take all the mind power I have and focus on his positive attributes, focus on the things in him that I love and admire and respect. In this way, not only have I seen the miraculous occur in that he actually does change on his own, but I also increase the love between us because I am, in effect, changing my own reality in the way I perceive him. Remember, what you focus your attention on grows. So if you're focused and obsessing over the problems, over the fact that your kids aren't listening to you or showing you respect, or that your husband isn't showing up for you as lovingly as you'd like him to, or listening to you in the way you want to be heard, start to focus on their strengths and you will begin to see a miracle occur before your eyes. Instead of uttering the words to yourself, I can't believe this is my life. Why is this happening? Why does this always happen to me? Shift into the thinking of how can I think, feel, and behave differently to produce the effects, the results that I want? And be patient with yourself. This is a process, so don't expect a 180-degree transformation overnight. Like any other muscle that needs to be worked on in order to grow, the mind is no different. In order to rewire neural pathways that have been conditioned to think one way for many years, you must start now and work at rethinking old beliefs again and again and again until the new beliefs become your new reality. It's a spiritual surgery that requires your constant awareness of going from unconscious to conscious in every moment. Dispenza shares that 5% of the mind is conscious, struggling against the 95% that is running subconscious automatic programs. We've memorized a set of behaviors so well that they've become an automatic habitual body and mind. Think of the mom who's driving and talking to her child who's screaming in the back at the same time and feeding another child at the same time and thinking in her own mind what needs to get done later in the day. And she's doing all of this habitually at the same time. When the body has memorized a thought, an action, or a feeling to the extent that the body becomes the mind, meaning the body and mind become one, we enter a state where our entire being becomes an old memory of ourselves. And I'll add here that when, when we're so habitually programmed to constantly act in a way that is a memory of our past experiences, it can end up leaving us feeling hopeless at changing our future because we end up believing that we're stuck or destined to live out the rest of our lives in the same unmanifested negative ways. If 95% of who we are by age 35 is a set of involuntary programs, memorized behaviors, and habitual emotional reactions, it goes without saying that 95% of our day 
we are unconscious. We live by old habits and beliefs when we're no longer aware of what we're thinking, doing, or feeling. We become unconscious. So I'm here to remind you that you have the ability to self-create and to recreate a whole new reality for yourself, one that you're absolutely crazy about. You can manifest any desired outcome, whatever it is, simply by becoming conscious of your thoughts, noticing the types of thoughts you're thinking, and making a real effort to change those thoughts. This is the essence of manifestation. Change your mind, change your life. Sharing is caring, so if you liked what you heard, pay it forward. Share this with a friend. And as always, happy manifesting. If you enjoyed this episode and would like more manifestation inspiration, tune in every Monday for a new episode. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss out on an episode. What you get out of this show means the world to me. So I invite you to leave an honest review. If you want more, you can follow me on social media at Ayelet Polonsky. I also have a number of virtual courses to offer if you're ready to take this material to the next level and start embodying a manifestation mindset. I teach you how to heal past trauma, experience the most joy out of life, and rewrite your future so you can feel good more often. Simply head on over to ayeletpolonsky.com for a variety of resources you can start taking advantage of immediately. See you next week. And as always, think big and happy manifesting.